That's a good start. Yeah. I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't immediately and right away recognize the return of the Muti live and in living color from New Orleans. Muti, what is up? Muti. What city would you want to be in but New Orleans, you know? <laughs> It, it's beautiful here until today, actually. It's been 80 degrees, sun shining, absolutely stunning until the rain came. But they need it down here, and they love it, and everybody's happy. Good. Is, is Nana okay back there? <laughs> A wild Nana appears. This is this is this is what I have in fuck up Matt's intro. There's four of us in this fucking hotel room and it's small. So right. there's gonna be some ambient noise. That's okay. We're yes. we're full and ready and prepared for it. Yeah, there's right. no ambient noise on normal weeks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear dogs or kids or my wife nice. threatening the both of them. Yeah. 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 Thre threatening to hang the dog from the ceiling. And there's <laughs> been some drinks. Yeah, and some drinks. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to My Brother's an Idiot, the abbreviated intro edition, because I just had to launch right over to Milty right away, because this is so fucking cool. <laughs> been too long since you've been on the cast, brother. We appreciate you. Oh, uh, as you may know, I am Matt. I'm King of the Goons, and let me kick you around. Now the rest of the squad, also in NOLA, gracing us with her presence. There for work, right? MJ, how you doing? Yeah, the rest of them tagged along for my fucking work conference. Um, I invited them, but they walked around New Orleans while I had to do work shit all day for three days. Uh, but yes, I'm back. Hi. Hi. Good to see you. And I'm with Milty. And you're with so Milty. So can you imagine anything better than that? To go to New Orleans to have a free hotel room and not have to work. Right? That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I'm good I got screwed in this arrangement. <laughs> and the bitching will never stop all right <laughs> moving on holding down the fort in extreme southern command he is the owner and proprietor of knox nostalgia collectibles uh coming in off the bench a little bit wounded in the old uh illness department he's on his questionable on yeah. a report that Schefter released yesterday tank what's going on brother yeah, late uh, late start on this one. I'm doing all right, you know, coming off of the uh, last few days, feeling like I'm swallowing pine cones covered in sandpaper, but I'm doing all right. I'm recovering. That's definitely an image I didn't need. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Good to see you, man. It's, a, it's an image I didn't want to feel. Right. <laughs> and finally, rocking the bug lady shades. He is the man we've named the podcast after. He is the Kaiser, the Goldagoon. Is that the old uh, Avalanche Nordiques sweater? Yes, it is. There you go. That's or, not uh, either not of those Nordiques. franchises. Yeah, that's the that's Colorado. Colorado Rockies. There you go. He is my brother, Goon. And I am here. Figured I'd go with the original since, you know, we've got the old crew back together again. All right. This is exciting. Even even if it's only for abbreviated, I'm, I'm doing it. And I have done this once before on the podcast. I'm breaking it out again. The reason for the shades is because if it's after dark already somewhere, tonight I'm joining them. 
and I don't drink. So this is my version of after dark. That's the sunglasses look. <laughs> I am after dark. After dark with a hoodie. That's I like it. Fucking right. Go go abs, <laughs> All baby. Right. All right. <laughs> and more muttering from the nana. Awesome. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> All right, let's get into the agenda for our intro. Uh, we've got something a little bit new. Uh, if you watched any amount of Monday Night Football in the 80s, you remember a commercial that used to run uh, in the middle of the game called You Make the Call by IBM. And they would show a play and then ask you to make the call, show a couple commercials, come back and tell you what the call actually was. It was one of me and Milty's favorite bits of part of that because like we'd sit there watching like oh this is cool which one is it you know talk about it so what i've done is i have concocted three scenarios that are unusual in football and i'll read you the scenario or i'll tell you the scenario and then i'll go around the horn and you each will tell me what you think the call is and i'm gonna finish all of these with milty because he knows more about the game than all of us put together so I'm not going to give you guys any helpful hints by having Milty go first. Sound good? I'm in. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Death Star Ice, guns up. Let's do it. Scenario number one. The Raiders on fourth down punt the ball to the Packers. One of the Raiders gunners has the ball bounce off of his head because he didn't see it. So it's way up in the air, bounces off of his head. Packers player picks it up, runs for about 10 yards, is tackled. In the tackle, he fumbles. The Raiders scoop and score. Tank, what's the call? Well, that, I was going to ask a question, too. Yeah, go ahead. Why did it hit him in the head? Was he too close just, to the returner? As he was running down, it was a short putt, hit him in the head. Uh, okay. Packers, the Packers punted? Pa no, the Raiders punted. The Raiders punted, okay. It, Yes, it bounced off of a Raiders player helmet downfield. Technically be called down by contact where it hit the Raiders player initially. Mark? Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. The uh, The initial touching of the Raiders uh, player, if he was on the ground, means that that is where the ball is, in fact, dead. And none of the rest of it matters. MJ? Cheating on the Raiders. Five-yard penalty. First down. <laughs> I'm with it. Always cheaters, cheaters. You gosh darn no good cheaters. Milty, I, I have to go. I'm getting past shit here. I have to go with uh, previous two guys. I think once it hits the the same teammate that punted the ball, it's done. Plays over. You're all right. And you're all wrong. The play's not done. So at the point of the initial touching by the punting team, the very worst thing that can happen for the receiving team is the ball is placed at the spot of the initial touch. Had the Packers player scored, they would have counted the touchdown. There you go. Ooh, is that a burrito? Look at the size of that burrito. <laughs> My wife loves me. <laughs> Look at this fucking burrito. <laughs> All right. There you go. Okay. Good that job. was fun. Right. I enjoyed that. Let's do it again. Next one. Next one. A few moments later. Here's another special team scenario. The Raiders kick off to the Packers. Again? 
it, it's a scenario. I don't. Would you keep the peanut gallery down back there? Good Christ! You knew it was going to happen at least once. Yeah, at least at least once. We should have put an over under on that. Anyways, right. continue. The Raiders kicked the ball off to the Packers. Beginning of the game, the Packers returner, thinking that the ball is going to carry into the end zone, lets the ball go over his head. The ball lands at the one yard line. And because it's an oblong football, it actually comes back into the field of play or back towards the field of play. Never actually went into the end zone. The Packers returner turns around, goes to jump on the ball. It rolls over towards the sideline. As he jumps on the ball, he simultaneously ret retrieves the ball and his feet are out of bounds. Oh, okay. Mark, what's the call? I was muted because I was eating my burrito. I, I missed a little bit of that, but I'm going to say that I'm going to say that the call is um, down by contact at the one and illegal touching is has to be a penalty. So you've got a five or a half the distance to the goal line. The the team that is the offense will get the ball basically half yard line with 99 and a half yards to go. Final answer. M MJ. Cheating. By the Raiders, <laughs> five-yard penalty, first down. Also, that probably happened, too. Okay, so they haven't changed the wave rule yet, but if he waved it off, they can kind of make a decision there. But because he touched it while he's out of bounds, it's actually considered a kick out of bounds. So he'd be placed on, what is that, the 40-yard line? But that doesn't apply if he touched the ball. The, it the does. Touch him. If he's if his feet are out of bounds when he makes contact with the ball, it's considered a kick out of bounds. Milty? It's at the spot. Receiving team ball at the spot. Tank is exactly correct. It is considered an out-of-bounds kick, and the ball is taken to the 40 by rule. This actually happened in 2013 when Randall, Randall Cobb, Cobb did, it. did it on purpose. Yeah. Oh. He, per he waited for the ball to stop, and it was still in bounds, and he stepped out and then touched it. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's wild. Randall Cobb yep. is smart. <laughs> he is. He reads. He okay, does. so I don't know right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's unusual. <laughs> okay, final one. Broncos are playing. Fuck the Jags. Who cares? You just changed the teams just because Nana called you out. Yeah, I, I didn't want to hear about <laughs> it. Again? Broncos are playing the Jags. Broncos are on offense. Over the course of a play, that's a passing play, there are two flags thrown. One for holding against the Broncos. One for illegal contact against the Jaguars. After the play, one of the Jaguars punches a Bronco, and he is throwing a flag. Tank, what's the call? Uh, the first two are waived, and then the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct is applied. Mark? I defer to Michaela for a second. MJ? Cheating on, on the Raiders. Five-yard <laughs> penalty, still first down. <laughs> So technically, I think it would be um, both of the initial fouls void the play out, but then the after the play stuff would add a 15-yard personal foul to the end of the run. Therefore, it would be first and 10 Broncos. Built in? Yeah, uh, I think I'm saying the same thing, that the first two penalties are offsetting and they will enforce the 
the bad one. I'm not running out of any burrito anytime soon. This burrito is going to be like an everlasting gobstopper. It's so good, though. The correct call is that. Yes. Offsetting penalties because the personal foul happened after the play. It is the one that is enforced. Had the flag for, had the infraction for the personal foul been committed during the play, it all would have offset. Yeah. There you go. Good job, guys. Wow, That's that was three. fun. Let's do that again. I'll start digging through all the unusual shit I can find. Yeah, maybe not even necessarily just with football, you know? Yeah. Basketball shit, you know? Mm-hmm. That was fun. All right. I Let's move that. on. Did, did you like it? I'm not sure. You're, you're not making yourself clear. Let's move on to news. It was a good time. <laughs> To news and results from the NFL. And I don't know if you watched it, and I certainly watched most of it. The Denver Broncos did not look very good. Um, Sack of shit game that was. I'm I'm just going to kick this over to Milty because I know he probably has some strong opinions here. Before you Um, do that, I do want to say you do know that I watched some of it because you know exactly how much I watched. We were sitting right next to each other. (laughs) I'm aware. (laughs) We didn't make it through the whole game either. It was too goddamn hot. Fucking so hot in those seats. (laughs) Yeah, but I want to hear Milty's take. Yeah. Milty, Russ didn't look very good. What the hell happened? Um, You could say a lot of the team didn't look very good. Uh, so I will start with uh, defensive coaching, or lack thereof. Um, I, I I don't un, I don't understand why. <laughs> I have to restart. I don't understand why we have to put up with this Vance Joseph garbage that we we had him as a head coach right once in the past. I don't understand why uh, we had to bring him back as a defensive coordinator where he doesn't have a whole lot of success necessarily NFL-wide across the board. I'm at the point to agree with some of the prognosticators around the country that says, you know, maybe it's time we trade out some of the talent and bring in some draft choices and let Sean do some of his own drafting. You know, we got screwed with the Russell Wilson deal. We lost many draft choices. We lost players. And now we're, and then we signed the contract way too soon, right? We should never have signed that contract with Russell Wilson for $240 million. Last year, it should not have, it should have waited till this year. And then they wouldn't have done it. So I'm all in on trading four or five guys to bring in maybe a number one overall. Screw you guys. I pick I up whatever a, you want. That's my no, pick. no. But I have a question for you. I'm not. I'm not going to pick on you as much as you think I am. But I do have a question for you. Is there anybody on this Broncos team that you see? That is a untradeable commodity that you have to keep. Somebody that is untouchable if they if the trade offers come in and all all so, values being equal. So that I do I've you seen keep that. anybody? I'm sure, it's come up, and and someone has said that maybe Pat Sertan is untradeable, but I'm not so sure that maybe in a package deal of some kind that that's not true. 
Pat Sertan um, was a very high draft choice, but he can only do so much in the backfield of the Denver defense. A defensive lineman or a linebacker or maybe a quarterback or something like that could affect the game much more. And I think that as much as anyone else, in a package deal, he is tradable. So um, all odds being equal, a much maligned and much more much more not as not as great of a human being off the field. Uh, this is a pretty good comparison. You have Jalen Ramsey from the Jaguars getting traded for two firsts and a fourth. So if it's two firsts, I'm I'm trading Pat Sertan. Uh, you Absolutely. need all the draft capital you can get. Uh, what one a couple of points that I'd like to make is this is yes, Russell is making mistakes, but the whole team is playing like shit. Russell Wilson uh actually had two intercepts or two touchdowns, zero interceptions, 20 for 31 is not great, but he is statistically aligned with just about everybody else in the league, unless you're, you know, Brock Purdy. But he's right there with everybody else as far as statistics go. I I don't necessarily put this all on him. Uh, the offensive line has looked atrocious at times. Uh, the defensive line is either hyper-productive or non-existent. The only two exceptions would be Nick Benito and um, big, big, dumb, big, dumb, big, dumb farm boy. What's his name? Allen. Jared Allen. They're big, dumb Zach farm boy. Allen. Yeah. Well, Zach's. Yeah. Yeah. Jared and Zach. They're buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Not related to. I, I, I agree with you, Milty. I think it's time to um, maybe put one more good fight in a, you know, a a rivalry-ish game and see what you've got. And if you lose as bad as the line states or more, then it's time to blow this motherfucker up and you, everybody is tradable. Unfortunately, you're going to be able to keep Russell Wilson because nobody wants that deal. But I can I can see a lot of draft capital coming in. Well, absolutely. And, and I'm not trying to blame it all on Russell Wilson either. And I realize that the offensive line has not lived up to – what they brought in, the two different guys, the guard and the tackle, they, they brought in and signed a big contracts this year, as well as Garrett Bowles, who had another holding penalty. But uh, and I don't want to blame it all on him. But the problem is, is that Russell doesn't have any protection. He's he has not- no help either on the outside. The best production you're getting is out of a second-round draft pick. The, the guys that you have spent a high-round draft pick and you have signed to multimillion-dollar deals – are either not playing, you know, Tim Patrick is hurt, and that's unfortunate, but Cortland's not doing a fucking thing on the field. Right. He looks awful. And Jerry Judy is doing more off the field damage than he is anything on the field. Both of those guys are no-shows as far as I'm concerned. Cortland had, what, two fumbles in one game a couple games ago? I I just – I'm not trying to put it all on Russell Wilson. I'm trying to put it on maybe management for signing that contract a year too soon because they – never would have signed that deal after last year going into this year. And they then they could have gotten out of it. But I, I just – it's such – obviously, everything is flawed. Agreed. Jake, what do you think? I agree. I don't think anybody's untradeable on this team, really. I think there's – it'd be – if you go for less than, I think, multiple picks, including a first round for Sertan, that's a bad move. Two first minimum. 
That's what I'm saying, because it's basically a lateral move at that point at best. You you know, with his talent to basically cover half the field when he's schemed properly, you can't lose that without getting something in return. And um, he's in a rookie deal. Exactly, especially he's on a rookie deal. I think Russ, weirdly enough, is tradable. I think there's a couple teams that might be interested with Russ. Um, some run-heavy teams that don't have a quarterback that – you know, doing shit right now. Cause I think that's what he needs more than anything at this point. He needs a run game so that when he has those streaky moments, which he's always had in his career where, you know, he's not necessarily on top of the ball like he should be, which we saw this last game, he has a team behind him that can move the ball still until he gets back into his pattern of, you know, actually being good at it. Judy, I think will get us high draft pick because the skill is there. The talent is there. We're not utilizing him in a way that he's going to be happy and sending him to a team that would more likely do that could be beneficial to us. I, we're not going to get anything for court. He's going to be a cut next year, I think. Um, and we're just going to have to eat that, unfortunately. Right. But yeah, we have enough young talent that's getting some interesting experience, whether or not it's successful or not. They're getting some experience, so maybe that's good for the future with all these, you know, the need for a lot of the younger talent to, you know, play a lot more than they intended to. Could be good in the long run. They need to get rid of Vance Joseph. That his scheming is so incredibly ineffective that it's it's absurd. Everyone's like talking like we got rolled by um, our former coach here. Yes. And no, they went, how terrible were they in the red zone? They had two touchdowns in this game. One was defensive and one was a 60 yard run or a 72 yard run. That wasn't Nathaniel Hackett beating us up. That was a defense being out schemed and then getting into the red zone and shutting down a shitty offense. That's what that was. And, uh, there's a lot that needs to get done and there's a lot of draft fodder on the table, I think. And I wouldn't be surprised if we got rid of a lot of talent in the next couple months, to be honest. Trade deadline is Halloween. October well, 31st, I'm right? saying we're probably going to cut a couple people too, just so we don't have to pay yeah, them. No, I, I hear you. That's much. I'm I need to grab a fork for this burrito, so I want to hear what Matt has to say. <laughs> I was going to kick it over to MJ. Oh. <laughs> MJ, go. <laughs> so, I think that... Uh, you have my plan tonight? <laughs> Matt is answering for me, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we can just... try to convince... Just move her to the end of the bed. Just bring her in. <laughs> Slide over. Slide on over. You don't have your second blanket. How I do. It's right there. There, there you go. There you go. Uh, I, I say we convince the Patriots to take Russell Wilson's fucking corpse and just kind of like weekend it, Bernie's it around the field for a little bit because that's got to be better than Mac Jones at this point. And uh, I say we trade everybody except Pastor Tan because I think we can build around him. But I don't know that much. I'm gonna be honest. Um, that being said, I am going to no. I hold on. Never mind. Continue with your statement, Matt. 
I, I agree. I think everybody's on the table um, for the right compensation. The the news and the word coming out of Dove Valley is they're not making calls, but they're taking calls. Well, everybody takes calls. But anyone who actually is looking at this thing objectively knows that that's probably a lie. You don't want your players to know that you're shopping them. Else their perceived value will go down because they're not going to try as hard. And then next thing you know, the, net, the last your, your your most important film is your last film. Right. It, it, That's why I it, thought Jerry what, Judy would get 20 catches in the game against the Jets. Right. <laughs> he had four. Right. Uh, uh, Tanky, you kind of contradicted yourself a little bit. It's not a scheming issue. You said it yourself. They only scored one touchdown, and it was a big play. And it was perfectly blocked. I mean, you or I could have gotten 10 yards off of that play. That um, last drive was showing that that – Vance Joseph just doesn't. He's getting out schemed all over the place. That yeah, they, they drove all straight down scheming. the field. You're giving up 200 rushing yards a game. That's a scheming problem. That's bad. That's not scheme. That's lack of talent. And I've said it for, since the beginning of the year. They, they, they're just not good. You don't have a defensive line. Mike Purcell is my age. Your defensive ends, when they're allowed to rush, um, especially early in the game, are relatively effective, but you've got nobody on the back end. Um, Alex Singleton does not look like what he looked like last year. Josie, thankfully, is back, but he doesn't look anything like prime Josie Jewel. The other corner is awful. Damari's a rookie, and he's going to get torched left and right. That's just going to happen. He Justin's, looked a lot better in this game, though. He looked he, a lot better in this game. He, he did look better, and I think a lot of that was in run support. He was tackling really well. Yeah, um, that's also a competition gap. They didn't have a second receiver to beat him up. Garrett but still, on him he just—he just looked like he was. It looked like he, everything was in front of him this game, and that was the first time I've seen that this year. Right. They just—they just don't have any defensive talent to speak of besides Sertan and and Allen. To Mark's point, and we said it a couple of weeks ago. I, I think there's only two guys on this defensive team who could start other places, and that's it. And it may be three with Justin Simmons now, if if he's truly healthy. But a hip, uh, those hips are tough, man. But Demarius fought a hip for two years and couldn't turn left, but still played. I don't know if I, I don't know what you're going to get for a Judy or a Sutton. No, My thought is, yeah, fourth or fifth rounder, maybe. I think it's a Judy. fourth. Or, I think it's a fourth or fifth for Judy. Maybe um, you could get a six for Court because there is value in a veteran receiver, a possession guy in a different system. Maybe a change of pace. There was talk today that maybe he could go to Houston, where they could use another possession person. He's got roots there. Be an instant fan favorite. You know, Jerry could. Judy is following a lot of uh, Carolina Panthers now. That would make sense to them, mm -hmm. and we could actually probably swing a good pick out of them. Yeah, Just then, he's already started. Yeah, he knows. And the other part of this is the play calling wasn't all that great here. And Sean Payton admitted as much in his presser. He said, I, I got away from what we should have done. I got impatient. I should have stuck with the run. They only ran the ball 15 times. And, and when Jamil McLaughlin, holy yeah. shit, that let's, kid is good. Let's get that kid some touches, not seven, right? Yeah. <laughs> that catch. Why are we forcing Samara JP right down our throats? <laughs> He's a better blocker. That's the only reason. Yeah, he does, and he does he does pretty well in pass pro. Yeah. Relatively speaking, I mean, he can't block four guys when they're all breaking through, but he can get one. 
Yeah, and McLaughlin's still too. He misses blocks still. Yeah, and he's yeah, and we're he, ta- again we're he's talking diminutive. about pass protection when we should be running the ball more. Right. So true. So, self fixing issue. That does fix issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Just so. Soon. They got to get better on the play calling side. They got to get better on the execution side. Uh, I think we're all on the same page that this team is going to look different three weeks from now than it is currently constructed. And even a a year from now, I think you're going to have massive turnover come Mm -hmm. next year. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, The one thing to take away from this game, it was the first time to actually see a full game because I don't ever watch Jets game. Brees Hall is really good. He's he fucking so good. Holy <laughs> shit. He makes Dalvin Cook look slow. Now, Dalvin oh Cook God. isn't the Dalvin Cook of four years ago, but Tank, Brees is something else with the football in his hands. Yeah, it? it pissed me off that they weren't letting him play, so I ended up dropping him. Hmm? He I picked him up. Thank you. An asshole over here picked him up and beat the shit out of me with him. This, uh, last <laughs> week. I smoked him. Nobody cares about your fantasy team, but I, I fucking oh, kicked no, Brees' ass by like 50 points. I had <laughs> McLaughlin did good for me on the few touches he had, but yeah, Brees is he is. I it, I don't know why it took them so long to figure it out. He huh? is that kind of a player that like let him just do what he wants to do, give him the ball and let him make shit happen. Right. I did not see the final score of that game. That was nobody cares about your fantasy, fantasy team. team. I beat him by 73 points. Good yeah, it was Lord. bad. Milty, what do you think about Brees Hall? You put me on line here. <laughs> okay. The Jets we right fantastic, uh, fast. You know, what can you say? And and probably didn't see it coming. Well, you know, his second year in the league, he's coming off an injury, so he's kind of an unknown quantity, but right. he is he is super explosive. MJ, do you have any thoughts? Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs changed their goal song. They no longer have that Hall and Oates song. They now have a song by Kid Cootie, uh, specifically the Steve Aoki remix of um, Pursuit of Happiness. That's so now Mom change. no longer has to fucking bitch about the Hall and Oates every time she hears oh, it. Oh, but I like the Hall and Oates. Michelle's back from the bar, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh you... You missed her coming back through the camera shot when you were getting uh-huh. something for your Yeah, brain. she roasted her real quick. Yeah. Also, I think... Reese Hollow. Yeah, Reese Hollow's. That was tough. <laughs> C-minus. C-minus and best, Milty. C-minus. That's what we've been dealing with. Not man. your best work. Not your best work. Oh, my God! Let's move on to other results in the NFL. The... We're dipping. What? We're dipping. Goodbye. Oh, you're dipping? Okay. <laughs> Say goodnight to your good father night. and your mother and your sister. Good night, everybody. Good night, fam. Good we later. love you. Have a good night. Thank you. Love you back. Love you. Travel Adios. safe tomorrow. We will. You guys Head have a pa- good time. Okay, bye guy. Let, let us know if you have head flaps. We will let you know on flap status. Thank you. Okay, bye. <laughs> status huh i should have known with the jesus christ i should have known that nana was going to be in there and couldn't keep her damn mouth shut Mm -hmm. i I was just very glad (laughs) that that it stayed at like a pg level yeah oh yeah it wasn't an accidental you know we were good we were good (laughs) wasn't an accidental boomerism (laughs) oh my god 
That's happened before, Tank. I'll tell oh, you about it, it later. Oh, yeah. Remind yeah. me. Write it down. Put a pin in it. This is a great story, but we're oh, not yeah. telling it here. <laughs> no, we are not. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, I got you smoked the shit out of me this week. Two of my guys went to IR this week. Nice. Including my starting quarterback and the number one receiver in the league. I, I hadn't won a game until that one. I was 0-4. Mm-hmm. I, no, I, I didn't was, think I, I had a prayer against either of you. I know I lost to Bobby in the other league. No, I just I got I got absolutely rolled, and then for some reason Joe Burrow finally had a decent day, and then Pittsburgh decided to throw the ball for once. So Pickens had a good day, and both of them were sitting on my bench. So this is what's left of my burrito currently. You can't really see it. Just a little, go. Little, yeah. little bit of burrito guts. All right, good I've, job. Big Ben right. Covington may have to make an appearance though because. He, you have to finish. You gotta finish. Cowboys. No, that's not mine. This is. Oh, that's hers. I all done. All done. Okay. Mm, she's uh, all done, all done. Uh, let's move on to other results in the NFL. And uh, I'm just going to read it right off the agenda. Yeah. The Cowboys got bitch slapped, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> rolled by the Niners. <laughs> Who wrote that? That had to have been a Frank. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't me. me, actually. I did it. That was the, the King Commander over here. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> They did though. Holy shit! They got fucking nuked by the 49ers. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be close. I didn't think it was going to be that bad though. Yeah, I I, I thought it was going to be an ass whooping, but I'm on the same page with you. I didn't think it was going to be anywhere near that bad. Dak finally back on pace to oh. throw enough interceptions that everyone's going to start talking about his interceptions again. Uh, it's amazing oh, what happens. Have. It's amazing I what happens when they, today. Yep. Oh, it's yeah, amazing what happens when you actually play a good team. Oh, he had a rough right? damn game. That's for sure. You knew this game wasn't going to be great when they lost to the Cardinals a couple weeks ago. Well, and the biggest thing, they're, the reason that they've been having really good games is when their defense is kind of backing up the offense because the offense hasn't been super effective the whole year, to be honest. They've had a couple okay games, but it's been the defense that's been doing a lot of damage, and that offense got just destroyed against a good defense. And it was gross. Very. Uh, it was fucking awesome, if you ask me. But yeah. well, no, I mean, gross from a my dead my dead grandfather respect. really appreciated that stomping. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Paulie's smiling every time yeah. that happens. Yeah, he's he's bouncing beer nuts off of Uncle Larry's head. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, but you did. you said it much better than I yeah. would. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I think the question here, guys, is the, the the great unknown. We don't really know how good Purdy really is. He still has this moniker of being a game manager, but he's got games where he's just really good, guys. He's the number oh, one I'm... quarterback in QBR this year so far, and he above has everybody else. Absurd talent. I mean, Was no matter nine touchdowns and zero interceptions, yeah. something well, no, like that. He... He has crazy ability. He has seemingly crazy ability that he just got completely misjudged for. But he also has probably the most stacked offensive talent right now in the league. It's absurd. He can go anywhere on the field with the ball and something good will happen. I thought it was amazing. Probably the smartest thing that Chris Collinsworth has ever said was on that broadcast when he said that Brock Purdy makes decisions faster than any quarterback he's seen. Um, oh, yeah. I agree. The guy is, he knows he what the, the ball, ball is. Oh my God. That's, that's what Russell Wilson should be doing with this offense. 
it's all it's it's just reminded me a little bit of like a more athletic Peyton Manning, just the way he was able to just find the spots on the field where they were going to be so quickly. That's what it reminded me of. And I know I'm being a little bit of hyperbolistic, probably a lot hyperbolistic, but his decision making is crazy, crazy quick. Is that a word? Hyperbolistic? Hyperbolistic? Or, or hyperbolic? Hyperbolic's a word. Hyperbolistic is now. Hyperbolistic. Is that like hyperbolistic sounds more weaponry related? That sounds like a hyperbole. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it could be both. Right. Hyperbolistic. <laughs> the way the way I say things. I think we're also seeing what truly happens when a Shanahan gets all of his toys. Oh yeah. Right. This is that apple doesn't fall too far from that tree. Kyle is as good as a play caller as his dad. He's a lot more advanced because the game's a lot more advanced now. And uh, I was going to mention Collinsworth too, Mark. Uh, he mentioned that they are using motion to get people open mm -hmm. and, and dictating to the defense. That's something that, that, that Mike did all the time. He would oh, yeah. dictate two defenses. And some of those throws were just, you got to be able to make the throw, right? Yeah. Like he did. That's the, the linebacker inside of the safety. And it's right here. It's, it's like, Good Lord. It's all, it's all timing routes. It's, it's like, and it's fun to watch, you know, it, it it's football at its finest IQ and it's fun and fast and it, it's just a good time. It, I love watching their games. Well, and he looks like he's finally getting some fangs about him. Cause I think that's the biggest issue he had is he let off the gas too early sometimes, yeah. especially in Atlanta. Oof. Um, <laughs> and Oof. it looks like he's like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to beat him until the game's over. And we're right. just going to stomp their guts into the ground. That's if that's right. got to happen. Yeah, he did not let off the gas that entire 28 game. Twenty-eight to no, three is still a thing. It is. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Bears. Uh, anybody think the Bears are going to score forty? I didn't think the Bears were going to fucking win. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you guys. I'll give you guys a, a little bit more statistics on this later. But um, there weren't very many people that beat us for appetizers this week. Mm -hmm. So not very many people knew about that one, at least, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the same ones we got wrong. Everybody did. Okay, good. good. Uh, do, do we think that uh, Justin Fields is finally evolving into something that resembles a professional quarterback or was this a flash of the pan mark? He reminds me a lot of Jordan love who we'll see here in a couple weeks. Um, Jordan love and you know, my wife called it. She said that he's really good. Once he figures out what's going on, it just takes him forever to do it. And Justin Fields has these moments where the game is in front of him and he can see everything. But most of the time it seems like he's, you know, playing in the third quarter of last week's game for this game. And he's just not prepared now against the commanders. Holy shit. What a scheme. And he looked amazing. Right. And he made, they made everybody else look good too against that seemingly daunting, you know, commander's defense with the, the four first round draft picks up front. Uh, they didn't look very good in this game, right? No. And that's the way Justin Fields is. It's kind of the way the AFC North is supposed to be built or the NFC North is supposed to be built, right? A bunch of quarterbacks who they don't really matter to their team as much as the rest of the team is supposed to be team ball. It's kind of like the uh, NFC, the, the AFC, you know, the, the, the big, the big AFC, I guess. Uh, that it's that cold weather football where the quarterback's not supposed to matter as much as the rest of the team. And Justin Fields is one of those guys where he'll have a good game if the rest of his team's having a good game. And Jordan Love's going to be the same way. 
Tech? Oh, yeah, I think that's what it is. I until he get becomes more consistent, I'm not going to say that it's actual growth. His team was set up to beat the Commanders. I guess is the best way to put it. They put them in the perfect spots, had the right play calling. They got DJ Moore just going bananas uh, this game. DJ Moore, holy fuck. Lost a touchdown (laughs) that he definitely should have had. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he played out of his damn mind, and Justin Fields just looked like a superhero against this defense. And I think this defense is getting tired already, which is not a good sign for Washington. No, not at all. Because that's supposed to be the strength of their team. Yeah. Yeah. Which right. it, it is, but they're looking tired already. That right. that yeah. offense is so it's damn ineffective right. that the defense is already getting worn out, and we're in week six. Yeah, Eight. yeah, exactly. And uh, final uh, NFL result: we had another London game. The Jags played in London again. Can we just move them there, please? I just shot all this. Shot, shot. I would make Shad Khan so damn happy Shad, if they actually did that. Shot, 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 Khan. Is that supposed to be a Shaka Khan joke? Kind yeah. of. Okay. <laughs> That's why I just rolled right the fuck over. <laughs> I know, yeah, right. I'm expecting that, to be honest. <laughs> Sandbag the shit of that thing. <laughs> yes, the Jags uh, rolled the Bills, but it wasn't Josh Allen's fault. No. He looked good. The rest of the team just fell to pieces, especially on the defense. Yeah, that defense. They lost Matt Milano, and that defense just went to shit immediately. Yeah, they fell completely apart. Yeah, and and they couldn't tackle Travis Etienne. No, not at all. No, touch him. He put he put some work on them in that game. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Well, we'll see what happens. But yes, they should be moved to London. One hundred percent right. What What are you doing? Put the bear down. But that would be such extreme home field advantage that it'd be right. Like if you are playing in, it is now. You need to go on Monday. The NFL would love an all Europe division, wouldn't they? Mm -hmm. Well, we had that for a little bit. It was his own league. Yeah, it was a it was a developmental league. He's talking about a division of top level. Yeah. So we're gonna take a whole four team division and move it over there. That's what that's what the NFL would like. Is it going to be the AFC South because they're the ones that matter the least? <laughs> right now, you're not wrong. <laughs> We've got some injury news this week as well. Yeah, uh, fuck me on this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I lost a few. <laughs> yeah. Tank your boo hurt his neck. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know if we'll see him again anytime soon. For now, probably not. Tyrod Show, I guess. Again, until again, they they bring up the one dude from the practice squad, right? Because we know he's going to be starting in about two weeks after Tyrod breaks his leg. So now he'll just get stuck with another needle and deflate a lung pregame. I, every time that I think about that, just think about how much pain and like oh fucking God. panic you'd have, you know? Right. Like right. I can't breathe suddenly. I need to do <laughs> yeah, this. Why does it feel like my chest is exploding? What's right. happening? What's going on here? <laughs> you uh, know that thing that requires me to live? Oh, breathing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't do that. I can't do that right now. Right. <laughs> so let's let's keep the needles away from Tyrod in New York, please. Uh, the bigger news: Justin Jefferson. Yeah, has a hamstring and has gone to the IR. So he's out for at least four weeks here, fellas. What does this do to Minnesota? 
destroyed well, I mean, their offense were, completely. They were they were pretty meaningless to begin with, and this pretty much cements them to the you know relegation league at this point. Yeah, they're going to get rolled. They don't have another player on that team. To that they anything. got rid of all of their other players. Yeah. <laughs> their, their best offensive weapon outside of Kirk Cousins right now is Addison. The fact that you have to say outside of Kirk Cousins yeah. and actually, <laughs> yeah. The That's rumors, the yes. Rumors are though, Minnesota is shopping and hearing people asking about the availability of one Kirk Cousins, especially a team that wears green and white in New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are people looking for help. Yep, <laughs> could be a thing. Dolphins yeah, Janice is out for at least four weeks. Yep, probably longer. Yeah, hamstrings yeah. don't ever get better right away. Yeah. That, that's a he, tough one. Yeah, even when he comes back, he's not going to be yep. for a while. Yep. Uh, Dolphins breakout running back, HN, has a knee. That's sad, dude. Right? He was, he was, he was looking such, so good. Yeah. Such a shock. You know, it was yeah. such a feel-good story. Came out of nowhere, you know, broke onto the scene, was just running over everybody, including the goddamn Denver Broncos. That's and what started this. Tragedy. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> Right, <laughs> killing spree, and now he's got a knee. Yep, sad news there. Uh, a weird play. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Kelsey went down with a non-contact injury and then came back in the game. Yeah, uh, and it's an ankle apparently. Yeah, he rolled. I didn't look like an ankle. Play? Didn't look like an ankle to me. It looked like he hurt a knee thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought too. But they're saying ankle, which confuses the shit out of me. Right. We saw the play just on Twitter, and both Matt and I sitting next to each other at the game went, oh, oh, that's yeah. not good. Yeah. And then I was thoroughly shocked when, you know, he came back for the second half. Well, he thoroughly shocked. His touchdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had to get his Taylor touchy. Taylor tutty. Taylor touchy. I think you're accurate on the first swing. <laughs> yeah, right. And finally, Anthony Richardson just can't seem to not be in the trainer's room. This time he's got a shoulder. At least it's not his head this time, fellas. Yeah, but it's a shoulder also. That's not fantastic. (laughs) He needs to throw the ball. Uh, (laughs) Partially torn labrum is what they're calling it. it Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, that's not probably out. Right. uh, Another, yeah, four weeks probably at least. Right. No bueno. No bueno at all. We'll see. Yeah, they happens. need him. He looked. Yes, he was looking do. so good when he's on the field. Holy shit, that dude's dynamic. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. absolutely. All right, that ties up the NFL. Let's move into our newest, favoritest bit. Oh yeah. Oh, we're not done with the NFL yet, boys. No, you got to you get your list. It is time for pew pew pickup. Oh, by the way, I think I lost every single. Way to take the fucking momentum out of him. Yeah, yeah I think I lost every single tie. Every single one. He, he, you want to let him do his bit? <laughs> I was kidding to that. Or are you just going to steamroll right over the front of it? <laughs> yep. Right over the front. Like, Fuck it. Say it anyway, Mark. Judge Doom at this point. Jesus Christ, getting run over by the steam. Ah! Second Judge Doom reference today. Just wanted to make sure. That got well done. That. Anyways, uh, Last week, we got 78 points, guys. Um, I don't know what a, a, the total possible is, but that's much less than 124. Um, the good news is we only gave out three appetizers. 
<laughs> Good job, us. Yay. <laughs> Goon squad. So, so like there was nobody else. There was like two people, one two people in the 80s and one person had 79 and we had 78. So uh, good showing, even though it wasn't a very good showing. You know, it's kind of like we grade on a curve. So uh, very much, very good times there. Uh, Frank, uh, all of the ties that we lost were your fault. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all of them. Every single fucking one. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is going good. <laughs> we were actually making comments on that at the game, too. Yeah. <laughs> we like, oh. the fuck? There's another T. Yeah. <laughs> Frank got that one wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, look at that score. What did he pick again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, bad. So we are going to pick the games, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, if you are unfamiliar with how this bit goes, uh, this is Pew Pew Pick and We do this every week for the NFL season. Uh, a, Diggs, BTW7. We'll just call you Diggsy. Appreciate up, you dude? listening in, man. Uh, hey, you're just getting you to the picks. What we do... Right now, guys, is we are uh, going to pick the games. Uh, Matt and Frank get both shots first. Uh, what I do is I give the names of the teams, the location of the game, and the current NFL odds. Uh, the odds are, of course, uh, by MGM. So MGM, if you want to you know, kick us some money, we'd appreciate that because we all bet MGM. <laughs> yeah, we'll just turn right around and spend it on your site. So right. On. I mean, just give us free credits. We'll just, <laughs> right. Right. We'll just take it's that. all good, man. <laughs> Bet MGM, guys. Anyways, uh, each of the gentlemen will get eight seconds to give their reasoning why and the winner of each game. Um, if you don't get it in, we just make fun of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't happen much. I lost the, the thing, so I had to turn it back on. Um, so yeah, that's how we play. Uh, if there are any ties, I break the tie. It's always fun having somebody else on cause they can break the tie. Uh, Michaela would have been fun to have this with cause she's a Nimkin poop. But, um, anyway, so we're going to get this rolling and talk about rolling. Uh, the Broncos are rolling on over to uh, Kansas city, uh, to play the chiefs who are currently favored by 10 and a half. Um, <clears throat> I both think we know, I think we all know who's going to win the game. Um, I've thought about asking about the cover or no, but I'm just going to go straight up. Let's go with some Broncos fans here. What do you guys think of the game? Matt, we'll start with you. Go. Chiefs win easy. Okay. Do they cover? Yeah. Okay. Frank, go. As ineffective as their offense has been, I do not see this game being different than the last 16. Chiefs win. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I'm – Definitely going with you, and I think the Chiefs roll by 20-plus. I think that there are a lot of the players will get, you know, a couple little bit more <clears throat> things hearing about them, and they're just going to take the game off so that they don't get hurt because I think people are getting moved right after this game. Uh, next game on the docket Next game on the docket is the Baltimore Ravens are going into Tennessee to take on the Titans, and uh, the Ravens on the road are favored by four points. Frank, go ahead. That makes sense. The Ravens are a better team. I think they should win this in cover. Matt, go ahead. Agreed. Ravens win. Ryan Tannehill money. Let's just all remember that, shall we? Uh, going with you guys on that He's one of the future landing spots of Russ Wilson, potentially. <laughs> it is Ryan Tannehill money, guys. Uh, next game on the docket, 
The Lions are going on the road. They're going to go down to Baker country. Uh, Baker's Buccaneers are uh, three-point dogs at home. Lions are favored by three on the road in Tampa Bay. Matt, go ahead. Baker Mayfield is trash. Lions win. <laughs> I love that take. <laughs> I love that take. Every time. Every fucking time. It's so good. Frank, go. Baker's having a decent season, but Detroit is a better team. They should win this. I completely agree. Uh, Baker seems to be winning some games in Tampa, but I think people are just still in the holy shit Baker Mayfield phase. Um, that division is trash. The Lions are a legit team this year. Next game on the docket. Speaking of oh, this one's ugly. Uh, we're talking about another Florida game. We're in Miami. The Carolina Panthers will go visit, and the Dolphins are favored by almost two touchdowns, 13 and a half. Uh, Frank, go ahead. This has got to be a Dolphins, and yeah, I think they cover. Jesus. I mean, they're going to roll this fucking team. Matt, go ahead. Dolphins are going to win, but they're not going to cover. Not having HN is going to take something off of their offensive output. I I agree. I, I don't think that they're going to cover, but the Dolphins are going to roll here by you know a touchdown plus. I think it's going to be a 10-point game. All right. The next one is going to be an NFC South showdown. 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 It's another game in Florida, boys. We're in Jacksonville, where the Jaguars are favored by four over Indianapolis. Matt, go. This one's too easy. No Anthony Richardson. Jags win easy. Frank? I think Gardner is a decent replacement, but the athleticism's not there. Jacksonville's going to win this. Yeah, if Anthony Richardson's not going there, the Colts are going to lose every game. I love Gardner Minshew, but he had his chance to start a team. This is not going to be one that he gets a favor of. And well, the be, Jaguars uh, are great at home. Game, though. Jaguars are great at home, too. So, uh, weirdly enough. The next game is in NFC North Showdown. You've got the Bears in Chicago bringing in the Minnesota Vikings, who are favored by two and a half. On the road in Chicago. Matt, go ahead. Got to be the Bears, doesn't it? Yes. Whose money is coming in on this game that Minnesota is still favored? I mean, I can recheck that real quick. I I may have made a mistake, but I thought I got no, that I'm one seeing, right. I'm seeing that too, two and a half. Okay. I was confused by that one. And like, there have been some bad spreads, but this one seemed ridiculous to me. Um, but they Matt, who did you say? Fucking weapons. It's the Bears. <laughs> the Matt, Bears. Did you say Bears too? I said the Bears. Okay, cool. We're both in agreement on that. Uh, yeah. Easy money. The Vikings are not going to cover. They're not, they're not going to win by three points. Uh, next game. Uh, talk about some bullshit here. You've got <laughs> the New Orleans Saints, who are going on the road to Houston, Texas, to take them Texans on. Uh, the Texans at home are one and a half point dogs uh, to the Saints. So Saints favored by a point and a half. Frank, go. I'm go with the Texans. Win a home game. Matt, Derek Carr, veteran leader. Saints are going to win this one. Oh boy! Uh, so I got to write a T here, and I got to write a K on this one. T is for tank. K is for king goon. And then I have to make a decision here. Do the Saints go on the road and defeat the Texans 
and whatever they've got going on down there. Oh, you notice how he never gives himself eight seconds. <laughs> it's my fucking bit. <laughs> Just You'll calling get out two seconds next time. Calling out hypocrisy when I see it. <laughs> That's fair. It's still my fucking bit. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints on the road in this one, guys. Uh, that's where I'm going to lead. Uh, I it's that's a hard one. It's uh, you could go either way on that one, but the last two words, yeah. Uh, the Seahawks from Seattle are flying over to Cincinnati to get some of that Cincinnati five way with the chili and the cheese and the scatty. And uh, the Bengals are favored by two and a half of this one at home. Um, Frank, I think Cincinnati's finally putting their offense together. I'm going to take them at home. Was last week a get-right game for the Bengals, and does it continue, Matt? No T. Higgins, no problem. Cincinnati wins. I completely and wholeheartedly agree with both of you. Fuck I have them a big Hawks. fucking problem with no T. Higgins. <laughs> That'd be another one of my players. Nobody, Nobody cares, cares I fucking care. Three players in one It's still a fun a river. <laughs> Uh, 49ers are going on the road to Cleveland. I don't think we even need to talk about this one because I think, as we all discussed last week, Cleveland is trash. And until they get rid of that fucking worthless quarterback who's probably not even going to play this week, uh, we're rooting against them actively. Correct, boys? Correct. Well, okay. just, how unstoppable the, are the Niners right now? The Niners are only favored by a touchdown on the road. Give me the Niners yeah, and give me the touchdown. To me. Yeah, Can't hammer, hammer lock that one. Give me the yeah. seven. Fuck yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Yeah. Fuck that shit. And they don't even have a pretend real fucking quarterback in fucking Cleveland. Fuck, fuck the Browns. I'll give fuck more them. points. I'd, I'd take 10 on that one. I try not to take probably. sides in this one, but anytime the Browns are involved until that bastard is gone, I'm just going to root against them actively and atrociously hard. Almost like I hate the Raiders. It's that, that level of hate for the Cleveland Browns right now. Fuck them. Anyways... Next game, the uh, Washington Commanders are going on the road to Atlanta. <laughs> I live for that reaction every time. <laughs> the Washington Commanders are going to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Uh, Falcons are at home, uh, favored by two and a half, boys. Uh, Matt, go ahead. Give me the Falcons at home. Sweet. And Frank, go ahead. Uh, I'm going with the Falcons also. Um, I think this is a potential, another potential landing spot for Russ Wilson, actually. Atlanta? Yeah. They have yeah, a really good run team, yeah. decent defense that's really young. That'd be a yeah. good place for them. Washington was exposed last week, and as we know, they didn't name the team right the second or the first time. So they're really missing an opportunity with the Washington. Well, Luigi's. Uh, the next game, New England, the Patriots are going across to their former uh, booze new home where Tom Brady is part owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are at home and favored by three in this one. Patriots at Raiders, Raiders uh, ahead by three. Uh, I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. I'm not even going to run the clock on this one. Go ahead, Frank. God, it's so difficult. The Patriots have zero fucking talent on that team. None. They have none. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. 
Um, but the Raiders are also dog shit and have a dumbass for a coach. So, uh, oh, Patriots somehow. Special also, teams. not to mention, this is Belichick versus his boo. Matt, what do you think? McDumbass seems to do well against Belichick, and Mac Jones is trash. Give me the Raiders. <laughs> I knew the Mac Jones is trash was gonna come. Yeah, pick against me, by the way. You, on those. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> I, I I'm circling the Raiders, but my heart is with the Patriots on this one because I hate the Raiders. So there's a little heart above the Patriots on here. You can I hate by the, the way, I don't even want a T next to the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a T here too. Okay, right. Um, anyways, next game, uh, the Cardinals are getting out of the desert, which is good for them. Uh, they're going to what uh, – this is weird. Both of these teams have left St. Louis before. Uh, they're taking on the Los Angeles Rams, uh, who are favored by seven at home against the miserable Cardinals. Matt, tell me what you got on this one. Matt Stafford is better than Josh Dobbs. Give me the Rams at home. Frank? Yeah, better talent on the Rams. They, I think they get this one. I agree. I, I think they're. Cover, gonna, I think they're. I think they would cover at home. Uh, that's the only reason is because they're at home, and the Cardinals are just trash. Uh, <laughs> this is actually an interesting game for me now, just based off of the the way the season has gone. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles are on the road in New York. Uh, taking on the Jets, who obviously beat the crap out of us without doing much on offense except for rushing the ball down our fucking throats for four quarters atrociously. The Eagles are on the road favored by seven points. So they've got a touchdown uh, in New York. Who wins this one, Frank? Uh, Nathaniel Hackett gets exposed for the fraud that he is again. Eagles win. Do they cover? Yes. Matt, second best team in the NFC wins easily here. I completely agree. I don't think this one's even close. I think it's a two touchdown. Seven is little for me. They're going to score <clears throat> three tush push touchdowns. Watch. They don't. They could just keep doing that the whole time. <laughs> Nobody stopped them. No. <laughs> No, that's the tush push. It's the fucking. I was trying to explain oh, no. how that was a rugby scrum thing to people, mm -hmm. and they were just like, "Yep, yeah, never mind. Just forget I ask." Okay, never mind. Uh, the New York Trash Giants are going to Buffalo, going upstate, oop state, and they're going to take on the Buffalo Bills, who are in oop state, New York, and this is a fourteen-point favor for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> And I don't think that number is big enough. Do you, Matt? No. No Danny Dimes, all of the problems. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a 30-point game. Frank, are you going to defend your former boy? Fuck no. And he's not <laughs> playing anyway. So. Right. He's got literally no hill. There's no hill to plant his flag on for this one. They are going to miss Milano, I think. But I don't think that's going to be a big enough impact to change this game. Guys, we've only got two ties so far with one game left, and mm. I don't think this one's going to be out of control either. Uh, the Cowboys, who just got road stomped, uh, are going on the road to face 
a uh, low-life opponent in the Chargers who have a quarterback and seemingly nothing else and never a good coaching staff for whatever reason. Uh, the Cowboys are favored by two and a half on the road after being curb-stomped and put away wet by the 49ers. Uh, Matt, go. What? Curb-stomped and put away wet? Way to mix your yeah. metaphors. No, I did that on purpose. I see that. I think restart, they enjoy- re- restart the I, clock. I, I think they enjoy- <laughs> I think that they enjoyed the curb stomping that they got and were happy about it. Matt, tell me about this game. Uh, the Chargers have more talent. You think Dallas can't beat anything better than a below average football team. This is going to be the Chargers at home. Frank? I think that the Chargers are bad enough on defense that Dak is going to look like a superstar for a game again. So you got the Cowboys? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. We'll put a T here. And a K there. Holy shit. This is another hard one, guys. I'm just going to go with Frank on this one because I feel bad for going against him all those times last time. I so. wouldn't, man. Last week. Was- <laughs> okay, you just talked me out of going with you on that. We're going with the Chargers. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like New England on this one. Like, just, like, <laughs> all right, boys. Apparently, I don't know what to do. Um, that, that, that appears to be all of the games this week. You have picked them. Uh, please do not use our information as your only financial means of gains. And if you do that, you're probably one of us anyways, carry on. (laughs) All right. Good job, Mark. Thanks. That was pew, pew, pick them. Pew, pew. (laughs) Moving on to news and notes in major league baseball. Mark, you're going to have to drive this one too, because I quit paying attention to baseball when football starts, except (laughs) put it on. And it looks like. LA's in big trouble. They're down four nothing in a two nothing series. Yeah. Um and they're 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 done. Um Arizona. The yeah. only the only series that's really interesting um is really that Philly Braves uh series, which I am shocked that Philly is in this one. Um Philly has really come on strong late in the season, and they if they get past the Braves, watch out. They, there's nobody else that can touch them. Uh, I had before the season picked the Braves to win this thing. I still see the Braves being the best team, really, honestly. Uh, I know that there's a lot of power between the two Texas teams, but um, I just, I really see the Braves as the strongest team. And if they get beat by the Phillies, this is just the, the next one hottest. You know, it's, it, we see this in baseball and in hockey all the time where the, the, the hottest team is the one that wins. I do want to point out that. Three of the five teams in the American League East made the postseason. Three of them, which means two of them did not. The Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. The other three teams that made the playoffs have as many wins in this playoffs as the other two. There wasn't a win for the American League East this postseason. They all got swept. Yeah, Orioles got Wild. rolled. The Orioles got rolled. The like the Rangers. Tampa did. Bay looked like Tampa Bay looked like they had never played baseball this year after yeah. so hot and just you know kind of sticking with it all year and really having to push through to get to there. They just rolled over, and we all knew the Blue Jays weren't going to do anything. So I'm not shocked there, but not a win for the American League East this season in the postseason. I think that's fucking hilarious. And the Astros just blasted their way through the Twins. That series is over now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you're 100% right about the Phillies, man. Their bats are lighting up right now. Tonight, they just went yard on, on the Braves. And their pitching is clutch. It's They have the right talent at the right time, and they know they, they, they just seem like that team that just comes out of nowhere and wins it, you know? And if they put the Braves to bed, watch out. Watch out everybody else. Well, yeah, Harper and Castellanos both had two two rips, and so did – who was it? Um, Turner? Had one. I, I will never be able to take Nick Castellanos. <laughs> Serious. He, he I love the man. I, oh no, he oh, looks, he's, he's looked a, great he's all great, year. He's a great but player, but every, every time, <laughs> every time <laughs> someone has to apologize for something. True. I consider myself a man of faith. I would, and there's a long drive by Castellanos. I don't know if I'll ever be behind this microphone again. <laughs> As he's rounding third, so, and he's now touches home. The Phillies are ahead, three to nothing. It's so good. And he never put his hand on the microphone ever again. He never did. He never did. What an asshole. And the funny thing is, is that's happened to Castellanos twice. (laughs) At least twice that we know of. Right. At least twice that we know of. Legend of Nick. He's so good. (laughs) Anyways, no, but I'm with you. The the Phillies are dangerous. And if Mm -hmm. they get past the Braves, watch out. Watch out. And yeah, the Dodgers are just getting fucking rolled by the Diamondbacks, which does not really make a lot of sense. But when you see what happened to Diamondbacks late in the season and their pitching kind of showed up finally, that's, I mean, that's how they're beating them. They're closing the Dodgers out with very little run support for the Dodgers. Yeah. And the the Dodgers have always been put together kind of like the Yankees were in the late nineties where it's, you know, all the money, but how well does the team gel with all that cash? It very rarely works. As a Red Sox fan, I know that because uh, we've seen it. We've seen it as Red Sox fans, where yeah, you guys tried to buy a couple World Series. Trevor Story, yeah. you know, uh, <clears throat> we we see these pieces fall in place. So uh, you never know how the team is going to gel, and you have to have the right mix of guys in the locker room to make a postseason. And you see that with what the Diamondbacks have been able to put together in the last half of the of the year in the postseason so far. Yeah. Any other news to talk about in Major League Baseball, Mark? Not a goddamn thing. All right, good. Let's move on to the The N. Still assholes. That's a given. That hasn't changed. (laughs) That hasn't changed. (laughs) Let's move on to the NHL, and they have finally dropped the puck on the regular season. Woo! Games last night. Colorado, I think, dropped the puck. Uh, probably like 12 minutes ago. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah, they were it waiting for 805, I think. Yeah, they were waiting for a, the game before it to get over. Um, but before we get into the news of the NHL, we do need to mention that uh, longtime ESPN analyst, uh, famed mullet, uh, one-time coach of the LA Kings, took them to the Stanley Cup finals in 1992 and lost to Patrick Waugh. Uh, Barry Melrose has announced that he has Parkinson's and is going to retire from ESPN after a 30-year career uh, behind the microphone there. Uh, One of the smartest hockey minds that there is. I, for one, will miss his ability just to break down film and talk about it in a way that you don't have to be a hockey nerd to interpret. He was really good at bringing bringing hockey to the masses. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. I thought you were done. Um, I, uh, To me, he will always be my comparison um, of somebody who makes the game approachable like John Madden did for football in the 90s 
you know, um, Melrose was that guy. They could put him in front of the microphone and he's just got that Canadian nicety to him. You know, he's just such a swell dude and he was always so dapperly dressed and, you know, always had the hair slicked back and he just seemed so approachable. He had that one run with the Kings. Uh, after that, they kept trying to get him back into coaching and it went awfully every single time. But watching him break down hockey and watching him break down <clears throat> like fashion and stuff too. You know, he did a lot of other things and they had him do like football takes and that kind of fun stuff. He was very, he was just, his, he had a soothing voice and it was very interesting to hear everything he had to say because you knew his opinions were his own and nobody was going to stop what was coming out of his mouth. It wasn't going to be controversial, but it was going to be fun. And we'll miss that. Well, ESPN will miss that. That was a big part of what they did. So, mm -hmm. yep. Take. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's it's unfortunate, but you know, hopefully the suffering's not too dramatic and uh he can get his health in check and you know, maybe, you know, maybe maybe there's a chance at some point he comes back, but it's just unfortunate news. Yeah, for sure. So, um lots of warm feelings sent your way, Barry. Uh, yeah, man. Certainly miss you on the small screen. Um spending much quality time with your family as you can, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, leading into today's game, and it doesn't look like they've actually started that game yet. Um, they have not. Yeah. I, Sarah is flipping through, and they were interviewing a Kings player on the ice. He didn't look like he had played. So he's he's in his gear, but he's not real sweaty. <laughs> he doesn't have that, like, no, look. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can you can actually, like, see the hockey stench just coming off of the pads. There's, there's no, there's scratch no stink like no. hockey pad stink. Scratch and sniff your TV for that yeah, smell. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, but the abs did add a little bit of depth to their blue line, bringing in Caleb Jones, the lesser known of the Jones brothers, uh, to add a little bit of depth to the defensive side. Triffin. What? Are we getting? Oh, I didn't get anything. Uh, Triffin, yeah, I am losing a little bit of weight, but I'm, I'm definitely not putting on a new filter. <laughs> I love you, buddy. <laughs> Triffin's got a text. We love you, buddy. All right. uh, he's an okay addition, but they, they did need another stick back there. So there you and go. They also added Druin um, and uh, Tater and Tatar. Tatar. Tater. Ooh, you got a Makar <laughs> and a Tatar. <laughs> but we need the defense. So I'm going to. Oh, that absolutely. One. Yeah. yeah I, sure. I think they made great moves to make their depth more depthy. And, um, you know, by the time until hopefully they can, you know, it, it's going to be good for them this year. And as Peyton Manning said on Monday, you know, Vegas is only borrowing the cup this year. They're, they got to give it back to Denver at the end of the year. There you go. Peyton said that on the Manning cast. I don't know if you caught that. I did not. I'll see That's if I can awesome. find the clip and send it to you. Right. It's pretty cute. Nice. Oh, I was in Nashville. Couldn't watch the game. That's why I didn't see it. There you go. All right. Uh, let's move on to – I really wanted to throw more of this over to MJ, but she dipped out, so we're just going to gloss over hockey. <laughs> she's our hockey expert. Uh, college football, CU's uh, lost a close one against USC, then came back to it against U of A. Uh, first, guys, I want to touch on USC. Uh, they look like they've got some issues as an undefeated, don't they? They look beatable, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. You, you saw that defense kind of fall apart mm. and they don't seem to have the protection that they would like around their stud quarterback. 
Which is weird because they're supposed to have one of the better lines in college football. So and CU has one of the worst interiors on the defense in college football. They, so yeah, they looked terrible. That was yeah. back when I had hopes that Caleb Williams could be a Denver Broncos quarterback. <laughs> right. <sighs> Those hopes we'll see. dashed by the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> dashed. 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 They were dashed oh, two weeks ago. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing a USC-Oregon game because I think that's going to tell us a lot about both of those programs. Uh, at this point, I think Oregon crushes them, but who knows? They could Agreed. Agreed. Some more rumblings around the future status of one Shadur Sanders. Gentlemen, simple yes or no. Do you think he sticks around for 2024? Yes. I haven't heard any of this stuff, but I'm going to say he does. He's enjoying the ride too much. Mm-hmm. Well, give him one more year, and he, if he turns the stats that he's doing into two years' worth, that's a top five pick in the NFL draft. Number one pick. That's a, that's a number one pick. The, re- the only reason I think he holds on is because he's currently not the number one rated quarterback. There's one guy in front of him right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was just good. talking about him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he looks really he looks good. extraordinarily yeah. good. Yeah. Was he, so he looked amazing so, versus Arizona. What were we gonna talk about? Oh, so uh, <laughs> Coach Prime is not happy. Yeah, Coach Prime not happy. So he came out uh, in his uh, presser and said, "I'm happy with the win. I am mad about our performance." Good stuff to hear from the coach, don't you think? He sounds well, like it, a coach. Yeah. Oh, well, and it makes sense. He expects more out of the offense than they gave. That's the biggest thing. He sound that's exactly what you want a coach to say, right? You know, I'm glad we won. We're not done improving. You know, we still have mm-hmm. shit we got to work on. Right. We're not perfect. That's what you want a coach to say. Yeah, exactly. The, good the work's speak. not done. Good coach speak, and the coach is continuing to bring in talent that is not a panda bear. <laughs> uh, they locked down another five-star edge rusher uh, yesterday. I forget and a quarterback. Uh, the Is quarterback's coming to no. The quarterback's coming to visit. So they they had the number one 2024 quarterback in for the USC game, and the number one 2025 quarterback is coming in for the Stanford game. Oh, okay, cool. So that Neat. looks. I mean, it's all about recruiting, yeah. right? And that recruiting and, class is yeah. looking better and better. Yeah, absolutely. And we may get, may get Travis back this week. That'll be good against Stanford. Yeah. They're gonna need. They're gonna need him because these the the last game and the next two are the ones you have to win if you ever have a hope of going to a bowl game this year. Because the schedule yep. then is going to get harder, and you've got to be able to win the games you should win. I that just reminds me. I think I want to bet on that already. That UCLA game or the Stanford game. The, the the Arizona State game because wasn't that their fourth win? Oh yeah, anybody who took three and a half yeah, won. Was. That was me. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. I, I, I didn't even realize I won yeah. the game already. Yeah. Yep, That's I won that one. Yep. <clears throat> yep, they covered the three and a half. Thank you, Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Anything else about the Buffaloes, fellas? No, they're looking good and God, good recruiting. They're I think they're going to be dangerous for a couple of years here. They're going to be dangerous as long as Dion's running the show. Yeah. Because nobody recruits like that guy. No. No. 
it's it's unbelievable the way he's been able to turn that roster over and has turned the entire college football world on its head through use of one recruiting and two the transfer portal and just completely changed the roster so good on him keep it up 11 and a half point favorites against stanford for friday night that's a big number that's a big number but they do it they do it yeah stanford's not that great no no they're one and four i think yeah they're bad all right, moving they're on. Like, to... They're like, thank God we have baseball bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, moving on to the National Basketball Association preseason tipped off yesterday. The Nuggets got underway. I didn't pay attention. I just know that they played. However, I think they, won. I, I think they did too, but again, it's preseason. They yeah. did. It was a good showing against the Suns. Who honestly cares about the score? You just want to make sure they get sharp and stay healthy. Um, mm-hmm. We do also have sad news here. If you haven't heard, uh, Coach Michael Malone's father, Brendan, uh, who was a noted basketball coach in his own right, passed away. Uh, coach wasn't at the game on uh, yesterday. Uh, Adelman took took over as head coach. So. Uh, Coach Berlo- so Michael Malone could be with his family. So our thoughts and prayers and condolences go out to the Malone family. <clears throat> no kidding. That's that's always tough. That sucks. Yeah. And aside from that, we don't have any other news. In oh, I guess there's one other thing. It's not really a big deal, it, unless you care. But uh, Joel Embiid is now said he is going to play for the United States. In the Olympics, instead it's of his like native Cameroon, Cameroon. Yeah. that's wild. Can't beat him, you join him. <laughs> I mean, that's good for the U.S. I guess. Yeah, you can't beat him, join him, right? I, I think he sees the writing on the wall. Like he, you can tell this is a super team that's coming together. He wants to oh, be yeah. a part of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, right. So the question is, who starts at five? Is it Embiid? It would have to be, right? Yeah, I think so. He's yeah. part of the U.S. team. He, yeah. uh, he'd be the number one there. Yeah, I can't think of another one the that other, would be on that dream team type of team that would be that guy. The, the, yeah, only, the, the only other person. Other teams. Well, the only other person that you can think of because it's LeBron's team he's putting together is his teammate currently, but. Yeah, which he might make the team. Just saying, that's yeah, yeah, that's another superstar, quote unquote, five. So true. Guess we'll see. It'd be stupid to put Davis ahead of him. Be just gonna say that. (laughs) Yeah, right. But he's a at this point in his career, he's a much better player. Oh yeah. All right, that's it for the cast. Let's move into our second favorite bit: dipshits of the week, Mark. Are you searching for one, or do I need to go over to Tank? No, I've got one. I was just trying to find the clip that I found earlier to send you guys about it, because I don't think I sent it. I'm wondering uh, if it's the same one I have. Who is it? There we go. Found it. I am sending it in the group right now. Um, boop. Um, it's political, but not. Um, Tommy Tuberville. Oh, made yeah. an ass out of himself yeah. because a couple weeks ago they were talking about Biden's trip to Europe and he said something about, I can't wait for the guy to fall over. Um, he was leaving his plane this afternoon and 
took every stare to the ass on the way down the fucking jet. <laughs> that was so that man funny. used to be a football coach. <laughs> oh, every an asshole. single one. <laughs> it's every Whoa. single. Well, and you didn't hear the music. You got to hear the music oh. in that clip. That specific clip I sent you because yeah. they do the to do to do to do to do. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, they give you the drum line for uh in the Oh yeah, there it is. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the actual noises. Oh, that's funny. So oh. cheers. Cheers, Tommy Tuberville. Yeah. Way to not be able to walk. <laughs> Tank? <laughs> What was that? <laughs> what the hell? Tank oh. just fell into the void. Yeah. Holy shit. And now he's muted. Oh, no. Are you there? Am I good? Yeah. Okay. You're good. Okay. Tank. Oh, God. I accidentally, I accidentally stepped matrix. on my mic cable and ripped it oh. right the hell out. <laughs> Your camera disappeared, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, was, it just gave us a... <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're good Tank now. just fell All in right. the abyss. No. Right. Um... Mine is college football related also. Um, uh, mine is uh, Mario uh, Cristobal. Oh, that was mine. <laughs> Go ahead. With the, one of, I knew somebody one of my was actually take sadly it. favorite teams, uh, the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, this downfall has got to fucking stop. And Mario Cristobal decided to not take a fucking knee on the final play of the game. And Georgia Tech turned that into a fumble recovery for touchdown. <laughs> and that guy's a dipshit. <laughs> uh, well, and it gets even better. They recovered the fumble and then threw like an 80-yard pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid. Yeah. And apparently that's his MO. He doesn't yeah. take knees. Like, what do you do? What yes. the fuck? You have you are going to win the game if you take the knee. Mm-hmm. There's no point in running up the score. You, you there's you're not doing well for a team that should be doing a lot better than they are. And to choke a game away in that just sad ass manner is reprehensible. As a coach, what would be the positives? And this is a genuine question for both of you. What are the positives to teaching that kind of behavior? Is it just like we we only raise killers, or what? What is the positive message that you're trying to send by not like going victory formation and taking the win? I I cannot think of one. The mentality seemingly behind that would be to never let your foot off the gas, but when you're literally one play away from winning the game and all you have to do is take a knee, there's no reason to put your fucking foot on the gas. I, I feel like the, the, the best way to teach young men to win is to give them something to look forward to at the end of the game, a la taking a knee, you know, where it's just like, ha-ha, rub it in your face without rubbing it in your face. Like, that that is a rub it in your face moment, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you take that away from these kids? That is the dumbest shit. I Every time I hear about that, I, that's so fucking stupid. Agreed. I don't get it. I don't get it. There's no reason. I, no one does. That was right. fucking aggressively stupid. How do you get to be a coach at that level with that philosophy and your team is bought in on it? All questions that I can't answer. They're no, good they questions though, right? No, they are very good questions. 
Yeah. And I, I hope someone in the Miami media is asking those questions because that's just a level of stupidity that I have, I don't know that I've ever seen. That's not even, that's worse than Josh McDaniels bad. Yeah. Yeah. They went from undefeated and being ranked into a good matchup this week with UNC to they lost their only game in the conference so far and they're now 10th in the ACC. That's fucking why. Right. Meanwhile, you're hemorrhaging uh, fucking recruits to Alabama and yeah. Colorado. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they're, I think they lost one because of that game. Didn't they lose uh, like a defensive tackle or something like that? He's like, what the fuck? And he decided to no show for his uh, recruiting visit, apparently. Oh, no. Oh, no. So that's not a good sign. I, I am no fan of Miami, and this kind of thing just warms my heart. Some I get it sometimes, like, and it's not ever at this high level. So I consume a lot of football, and a lot of the football that I watch is youth football. And when I'm on the sidelines as the president of our association, sometimes I have to remind a coach, hey, coach, you only have about 45 seconds left. Just go down because they're in it. They're not really looking, not really paying attention, and he's a volunteer. This man yeah. is paid millions of dollars, and it's football 101 for a high level coach who's that's your job i believe he is the highest paid coach in the state of florida if i'm not mistaken probably Jesus christ how do you get to that position doing this kind of shit he was a bad hire from the beginning so mm -hmm. i don't know no absolutely well good that that was you know, my fucking mind he, he can just be my dipshit too fuck him he gets the double <laughs> he gets double dipshit duty as far as that's happened a few times it hasn't happened in a while though I think that might right. be the first double dipshit that we've had since we started doing lives. Maybe. We've also had the double dipshit where it's the same person on different weeks. No, that's been mm -hmm. a couple times, yeah. Kyle yeah, Keith. that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, you know, defensive is important? <laughs> he fucking puzzled that shit the wrong way together and forgot to add a verb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a brain jumble uh, that just spilled out of now. his mouth. I have to provide context now. <laughs> Shot score. There we go. Abs just scored. Right. <laughs> Shooting lanes open makes my job pretty easy. About the importance of this game, you guys had lost uh, in Minnesota, Calgary, right there in, in second place in the West. How much importance was uh, defensively for you here tonight? Yeah, we just want to keep. Going. <laughs> What a wild fucking mouthful of nonsense. <laughs> and and the fact that he didn't the, the athlete just didn't just look at him and go, straight into coach speak shenanigans, you know. Oh, yeah. I think that uh defense is important for us. And uh it was a <laughs> he did not listen to the fucking question being no. asked. And if no. you look at him, he's not even listening at all. He's literally zoned and looking like that and waiting for the guy mm -hmm. to stop talking because he heard the keyword defense and that's it. That's yeah, all he right. heard. He was like, all right, ready for cliches. Ready yeah, for prepackaged statement on the ready. Yep. <laughs> Should have given him the old joker. What? <laughs> There's a parade. There's a parade. <laughs> did you guys see what? the did you guys see Media Day? I mean, we talked about it, I think, but uh just to talk about it a little bit more, the Joker questions they're asking him. I was this the too. best summer ever because you won a championship? No, we played for a month and a half extra. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. Oh, so good. So good. 
All right. Well, let's kick it around and do final thoughts, pimping the things. Tank, start with you. Uh, yeah, you can uh, obviously find me here every week uh, and on the NTK podcast every other week and on Idiot Scramble uh, at least once a week. And uh, soon our own YouTube channel, we would have been live on it yet, but we do not have the authority to go live yet. Apparently you have to apply to do that. And oh, so that application okay. is in standing right now. And we'll be live on there next time we uh, meet up on this uh, podcast. Um, besides yeah. that, you can find me at uh, Tank Knox or Knox Nostalgic Collectibles on all of the socials. Mark? Yeah, uh, looking forward to this weekend. Uh, big weekend for us, myself and uh, the missus, you know, uh, Duchess Bobby, who joins us on the other podcast, runs it for us and does an awesome job. Uh, we got married almost a year ago today uh today is the 11th so we've got four days till that so we're going up to the mountains uh we got an airbnb airstream like a you know one of those uh big fucking you know things with the, the, the stuff in it and it's in the middle of conifer in the middle of the woods and uh we're just gonna crash out there in the middle of the woods in a big fucking trailer and it's gonna be awesome just the two of us and the dog for the weekend so nice. first anniversary for us we're pretty excited about it so Hell yeah. Totally like a good time. There you go. That's pretty much all I got. That's it? Yeah, man. All right. Well, like Tank mentioned, you can find us on the opposite weeks on the Nerds That Know right here on this very station. Ha-ha. I don't know. Close. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Just trying it on. <laughs> <laughs> How did it sound? Not very Yeah, good. I didn't. <laughs> Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> it seemed very forced. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> but you can reach us on all of our socials. You can find My Brother's an Idiot on Facebook. Just search that. Find the black logo. Click the link and we'll let you in. Mark's Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok are all at Poffle Time. You can find me on Twitch uh, and Twitter at, at Poffleopagus. And my TikTok's at, at King Goon Smoke. And there's that fucking bear again. His name's Pierre. <laughs> Oh, at least he's not Gene Mingo. That was forced. We hadn't gotten to him yet. I, I know that. we hadn't. <laughs> I thought Milty for sure was going to throw I know. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Once he didn't do it, I had to go AWOL. Right? <laughs> like, I don't go AWOL anyways. But Right. Well, for all of the gang, especially Milty and Dipshit in NOLA, it was nice having them on the cast today for... Uh, Stop it. Stop it. For Tank and for Mark, Muti and Dipshit, make sure you take care of yourselves, take care of your families, take care of each other. This has been My Brothers and Idiot. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs>